The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware 321. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. just go get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you are clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. Dana Wild here with the Mind Aware, and welcome. So you are going to love what we're going to talk about today, because if you're like me, you're out there and you're looking for ways to market yourself in feel-good ways. We talk about that all the time, stepping into your celebrity. But sometimes your marketing superpower is shining the light on others. Sometimes the best way that you can step into your celebrity is to be an interviewer, to be a podcaster, right? Well, guess who we have here today? We have officially... The sexiest UK podcaster in existence, and he's also the founder of Podcasters Mastery, Mr. David Ralph. Welcome to the show, David. It's a delight to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Well, it's a delight to have you. You know, I think podcasting is really catching on. It's really hot right now, and it's kind of a mystery to people. When they're first thinking of doing podcasting, it's like, how do I do it? It feels intimidating. iTunes is so big and all of this stuff. So let's break it down and make it simple. I know you're the master at that, frankly. Like, that's one of the reasons I adore you is because you're really good at making things simple. I'm simple. Yeah. <laughs> let's start out with who would be best suited to have a podcast? I think a business owner. Now, I, I a lot of people, when I created my show, I set off to make it like a radio show. So it's very sort of conversational, very inspirational. And when I got into about 400, 500 episodes, I thought to myself, I don't know how I'm monetizing this. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be doing with this. It's fun, but where's it going to take me? Now, if I could go back and I could create a business and then put a podcast on it and provide a laser content that is perfect for the customer it's just marketing that's what i just think of it as nothing more than marketing so any business owner out there that wants to basically produce content where a listener will listen in and go 
that sounds interesting, I will check them out, come across and then get on an email opt-in or a newsletter or whatever, that is what you do. And a lot of people say to me who I train, you know, oh, you've got to grow. Well, a lot of podcasters actually say this, you create, you grow, and you monetize, and there's a kind of three-step. I think that you create, you monetize, and then you grow and monetize, and you agree. If you're doing the right content right at the very beginning, you will make money because you should be able to get somebody onto your list. And that, as far as I can see, is what it's all about. So any business owner out there, if you haven't got a podcast, what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) I I think I totally hear what you're saying, and I totally agree. I think a lot of times people think podcasting is about, I'm going to podcast, I'm going to become this really world-famous podcaster, and then people are going to pay me money for advertising. But what you're saying is that's actually not the way to do it at all. The way to do it is to start podcasting in a way that you have people opt into your list, and then you monetize based on whatever it is your offerings are. And I'll tell you what I like about that, David. That means anybody can podcast, not just people with digital courses. You could be selling skincare lotions and potions hmm. or scrapbooks or anything, and you could still be a podcaster and drive people to your business. So, yeah, well yeah. done. I I had a real estate person who basically created a podcast and sold a house based on two downloads. Now, you imagine that, a house based on two downloads. They produced their content. They didn't even put it on iTunes. They just put it on their website. Somebody clicked on it and listened, and they sold a house based on that. So, yeah, it's not about online courses. It's about connection, and it's a connection between you and your perfect listener. End of story. Nice. Yeah, very, very nice. Now, again, part of the reason I just love you and love your work is that you are all about keeping it simple. Most people, I think, get lost in the technology. Like they feel like they've got to have mixers and the best camera and the best this and that. And what do you say about that? How much investment do I need to have in the tech stuff in order to make this happen? Right, I'm going to pull off my webcam and I'm going to show you my setup. And this is how I've recorded over a thousand podcasts now. Um, and you can see there's hardly anything here. So my, I wasn't going to plan to do this. So my office is a little bit messy. Don't tell the wife. But basically, I've got the world's smallest mixer and I've had that right from the very first episode. What I liked about that is that cable plugs straight into my PC. End of story. There's no wires. I've got a cable there, which is my headphones and the other cable leads to my microphone. And that's it. That's my whole setup. Now, there are some clever stuff that I do, which is additional, which is about making it sound more like radio quality voice. But if you can plug a microphone into a small socket and a mixer into your actual PC, you're done. You know, nobody freaks out answering the phone. And that's all really a podcast is. It's just you're talking to loads of people instead of one person. And that's how I like to do it. I like to keep things as simple as possible. I don't like wires everywhere because the more wires you get hiss and you get feed and people are struggling with feedback and internet stuff. Just keep it as simple as possible. And then if you want to go sexy, build it up. Um, and I, I, I thought about going sexy and having things flashing all around me. And then I thought, well, why am I doing this? It's just to sort of um, look good. And so I keep everything as simple as possible possible. 
Well, and you're right. You can always upgrade in the future if you want to. But the key thing is get started, like get started and do it. So who should you be interviewing, you know, based on your particular niche or who would be a good guest? What are your recommendations on that? Is it important to have a cool name or to be niched down in a show and then interview people in that category? What are the specifics that you recommend with regards to guests? Well, well, for, for, for the name of podcast, first of all, as simple as possible, really simple. Don't think about it as being, you know, a sexy, clever name. It's like mind join up dots. I, if I went back in time, I'd never call it join up dots because hey, the mind aware either. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, absolutely. Yours as well. I wouldn't call it there. I would call it sort of entrepreneur show because people will search for that more readily than they will search for the other thing. So I would keep it as basic as possible. Not try to be clever, not try to be flash, and just know that all I want is as many people coming to me as possible. Now, in the uh, actual development of a show, I've actually sort of found 10 major benefits. And one of the benefits for all business owners is that you actually become an expert very, very quickly. You know, I released two shows. On the very first show, a person came through to me and said, will you coach me? And I was like, I don't know anything about coaching. All I've done is plug this microphone in please please i don't know anything about this but i'd heard my voice and i thought i was an expert now after like a thousand shows yes i could do that if i wanted to um but i don't also by having the connections with people you become a double expert it doubles your profile so to you know i'm not going to drop names but i could drop names of famous people that i've interviewed and instantly i can sprinkle those around like magic so there's about 10 major benefits that you will get for your business by being a podcaster not least you grow your audience you grow your profile and you become an expert and if you're thinking of being a public speaker or whatever it's a great training because you can just do it time and time and time again know your subject and push it out there really easily yeah, you are you are spot on. And those two that you mentioned right up front are two of the biggest, I think. You know what's so nice about it? You know, besides the connections that you make, so you meet anybody who's anybody in your market. But on top of that, you know everything that's out there hmm. on the stuff you're interested in. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can be a trainer and I can be training something. But if I'm interviewing every trainer who trains on the same thing, now I know all that stuff, too. So it's really, it's just a genius way to do it. I love it. I love your idea about naming. And finding guests, where do you find the guests? Like, what do you recommend for finding the best guests to interview? Well, at the beginning, it was a bit of a slog. Now, I haven't asked for anyone for about the last year and a half. You know, I'm literally stacked up week after week after week. People getting up at two o'clock in the morning to talk to this middle-aged UK pod. Sorry, the UK sexiest podcaster. Um, so, yeah, sexiest. I should have remembered that. She she wrote that. She told me that. Um, so where do you find guests? Well, LinkedIn is a great place. Um, there's a website I used to use called About Me, I think it was, about.me. That was very good. Uh, Facebook is very good. But the key thing that I used to do was LinkedIn. And when people are sending those kind of news feeds up and down, I would look for interesting stories. And generally, when you have a podcast and you can say to them, and in, at the very beginning, I was quite open. And I said, look, I haven't got an audience. I haven't got anyone. I'm just getting going. And people still said, yes, yeah, sounds good you know it's, it's, wow, it's quite quite amazing nice. yeah that's really really that's cool so you know there's something to be said for just 
being out there and stating your fear or stating your weakness right out front, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, David. I love it. I think what I want to do, I'm going to check in with our Facebook audience here. For those of you that don't know, we do the show via live stream every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, right on Facebook. So if you want to be in the audience, if you want to learn more about what we're doing and hear the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff and get a chance to ask something directly to David or whoever our guest is, that's the place to be. Be here live. And then, of course, the show comes out on iTunes. You might be listening there as well. I would love if you're listening on Facebook today, let me know any questions you have about podcasting because this is a pretty awesome marketing tool, but it's so hmm. much more than that. It's really an opportunity for you to be the celebrity. And I'll tell you, let me give you an URL because if you want to learn about podcasting really super in-depth, then you need to head over to podcasters mastery.com podcasters mastery.com that's david's program we were just talking about it and I, i'll tell you you learn in four weeks everything that it took me a few years of fumbling around to figure out just by going over to podcastersmastery.com. I'm here with David Ralph. He is the UK sexiest podcaster alive. I had to add that alive, you know? Yeah. I love, <laughs> it's much better to be sexy when you're alive. Yeah. It helps. It helps. It's it easier helps. to be it sexy. Does help, yes. <laughs> this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We'll be right back after this. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? TrainYourBrainU.com. That's TrainYourBrainU, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, everyone. This is Dana Wild, and welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. We are having a very fun day today because we're talking to David Ralph. And in case you haven't heard, he is the sexiest podcaster in the UK, living or dead. We'll even go all, as far as to say living or dead. <laughs> you can find him over at podcastersmastery.com. Remember to add that ERS podcastersmastery.com. Check out his course. You know, it's a four-week course on podcasting. I was saying on the break when we were talking to our Facebook audience here that I think a lot of the followers of the Mind Aware Show, they have what I like to call the gift of knowledge. They like to be out and learning, you know, learning hmm. things as much as possible and studying. I mean, that's why you're listening to this podcast, right? Because you're eager for knowledge. Well, that's a great match for somebody who wants to be a podcaster. You know, you're curious about other people. You like to learn what's going on. So let's get into this a little bit more, David, and let's talk about the marketing of it. Let's say you get a podcast, you start interviewing people. The figuring out how to get it on iTunes is easy enough. Hmm. What do you do to start getting an audience? What do you do to start marketing and growing it? 
Well, I found the best way. Um, I, when I started off, I went like mental case. I was tweeting out, I was Facebooking out, and as soon as you stopped it, it kind of dwindled away. And I started to think, this is on sand, this isn't, this isn't good. So what I did, I did two strategies. One, I thought to myself, and this is one of those things, it's like Homer Simpson when you go, duh. And I thought to myself, you know, if somebody is um, looking to buy a car, where do they go? They go to a car dealership. If somebody wants a burger, where do they go? They go to McDonald's. If somebody wants a podcast, where do they go? Twitter? Uh, no, they go to iTunes. And once I suddenly dawned on me that, it seemed so stupidly easy. I thought to myself, I'm not doing iTunes right. Um, so I started looking at the algorithm of how it operates. And although it's a closed book, I think I'm pretty much on to what operates. So I stopped all promotion, saw my audience dwindle down to nothing, and then it started creeping up. And then it's going exponentially, which is amazing. So the show's just going up and up and up, and I'm not doing anything for it but the biggest thing that I found was just telling people to tell someone you know just say if you like this show tell the person sitting on the bus next to you or tell the person that you're you're in bed with so that they know who you're listening to and um, just share that and I found one person sharing it with one person got a groundswell and now I have listeners that actually say to me I I'm telling everyone there was a lady in Mexico City which still blows my mind that I'm being listened to in Mexico and she says I'm telling everyone to listen to your show now if you get that kind of connection then promotion doesn't need to be done you know it it's basically you're providing the content from the heart trying to be as supportive as possible and the work takes care for itself and I think a lot of podcasters out there train you to blast it out everywhere but it's just like shooting guns while people are running around they're not actively listening for it get it into iTunes and you've got your audience well and the other thing is too they're not actively thinking like I should share this I love this so first of all you heard what David said if you like the show go, go tell somebody right now right go take them in the comments go tell <laughs> them it. right now but you're right, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna implement that tip that you just gave me right now, David. And I want all of you to hold me accountable to it. I want you to hear me say that every podcast after this. I'm gonna implement the tip that I've just been given because I think that that is word of mouth is really easy. Now I want to get back to what you said about iTunes and using the algorithms because I want to get some clarification. Are you talking about? the amount of time between releasing episodes or are you talking about the keywords that you use in the description both. or is something else both yeah, oh, yeah. okay yeah both and you certainly grow a momentum by frequency of delivery so if you're releasing one show per month um that might be perfectly acceptable as i say if you are selling houses then that one show might be enough to drive your business into into orbit you know but if you want to have a show like i did that was at the top of the charts all over the world you've got to go frequent now i used to release one hour show per day seven days a week and then on the 365th day i said to my audience what do you want from join up dots for the next year and they said less of it and i went what what you want less of it and i didn't realize that they couldn't actually keep up with the content i was sort of over delivering and so i said you know what do you want and they said a four days a week so i went four days and but that consistency certainly means that itunes looks at you and says you know 
yeah, it, it's worth worth a push. Now, iTunes is a bit wonky at the moment. There were certain algorithms that were working maybe last June that aren't really working as far as I'm concerned. So the way that I actually structure it is that I look at how I'm issuing a show, and then I look at the response, and if it's not doing very well, I change the name of it, or I, I do some alteration. So I look at it carefully to gain that momentum, because what I don't want to do is have any any shows that aren't gaining it's better in if you imagine like um, iTunes is a big balloon and your podcast is a big balloon and when you get it it's all floppy and then every time somebody listens to a show it starts blowing up then naturally that balloon will rise to the surface you know and I found it's a lot better to aim for shows that get a few listens here and there to give your balloon a swell which means that the show titles that are sort of the sexy stuff for example motivation everyone says motivation and entrepreneur and those kind of stuff the little ones blow up the bigger ones then the bigger ones blow up your balloon and then the show just naturally takes care of itself so you've really got to think about it carefully about what is your show about and how you're targeting sounds complicated but hopefully no you can it imagine. doesn't no it's actually it's brilliant i can't believe more people aren't talking about this because it's absolutely he's brilliant in addition to being the sexiest uk podcaster yeah it's it's incredible because if I hear I want to paraphrase back to you first of all I never even thought about changing a show title that's genius if a show title is not getting enough maybe it's the title hmm. because just like we were saying earlier you said you know you wouldn't have called your show join up dots you'd yeah. have called it the entrepreneur show I would have called mine to wear something like a marketing and mindset hmm. you no know, because yeah. that's what people are looking for nobody's going into the computer typing hey I'm looking for information on the mind <laughs> so so what you're saying is when you have a title that isn't doing as well, when you change it to words that are more likely to be keywords in your particular market, you're going to start to blow up that show, which blows up the next show and so on and so forth. So it sounds to me one of the first steps you should take when you're doing a podcast then is decide who you're targeting and what kind of words are important to them. Absolutely. Now, in my course, that is the first week. And if we were in the room together, I would grab your cheeks and give you a big kiss there, Dana, because <laughs> that is so true. If you know who you're talking to, you can tell them the things that they want to hear. I consider it, you know, like you go to a job interview and you go into a job interview and you sit one side of the desk and they sit at the other side of the desk and basically you tell them exactly what you think they want to hear. That's what it is in podcasting. You tell them what they want to hear based around your niche. Now, for example, mine's very vague because mine's entrepreneurship, so I can talk about anything. And today I've recorded eight shows and one of them was on LinkedIn ads, one of them was Amazon, one of them, but the, the, the theme is quite collective. Now, if I was doing one on dog training, and uh, I do a lot of sort of training, funnily enough, around dog training, because it's a very kind of close niche, then I would really think about what type of owner, what type of dog they have, and then develop the content based on that. And I would much rather have a show that is dominating the poodle brigade than have one that is sort of with everyone. Do you know what I mean? I would have an absolute niche one. So. Yeah. For the first week of my course, I focus a lot on really 
understanding who your avatar is but going that next step so we go on Facebook and we look at sort of forums that people are talking about we write down questions that people are talking about within that that section so after the first week you literally know your content for the next year because it's you know on, on Google one of the best things you can do or on Facebook is go into these forum groups and just look at what questions are being asked because questions are a problem and problems needs a solution and people will pay for solutions end of story and so yeah. if, you can, if you can provide that solution to the things that they're already telling you um, it's, it's not as easy in my home life where my wife will tell me something and it doesn't actually mean what she's saying but in Facebook it seems to be quite good so I do a lot of actually looking and not actually commenting just jotting down things that people are saying yeah, I love this. Absolutely right. I couldn't agree with you more. And you're right. Those questions are problems that people are having. And if you can be the one to answer those questions, boom, you're the problem solver. So just I love it. Love it all around. And I want to reiterate what David just said, too, about niching down. You know, if you imagine the dog training example that he gave, think about it. How many people out there are talking about dog training? But if you're the poodle person... You get noticed, and every person with a poodle thinks you're the person they have to go to. So, again, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic stuff. David, you're one of these people I could just keep talking to. It's just so fun. I enjoy Do you want to grab my so cheeks much. as well? I wish I could just grab your cheeks. We're having such a nice time, and you're just a wealth of information. So please make sure to check out David over at podcastersmastery.com. David Ralph, besides being the sexiest UK podcaster, he's really a good trainer, too. So, David, do you have any parting shot before we say goodbye? Uh, no, not really. I, I would just say in regards to podcasting, don't be too precious about it. Don't think you've got to have world domination because you don't. That was the mistake that I made. I, I really thought that I had to kill it. Your show will naturally find an audience and all you've got to do is be consistent, know exactly what your audience is looking for, do, doing your homework and then provide that. And it, it's not hard. All this stuff, the technical stuff, isn't hard at all. And literally, you know, I don't have a mobile our phone i don't have a cell phone i don't have a tablet i don't know how to use those things and my kids <laughs> laugh at me um I, I don't understand with cell phones how i can put it to my ear a mile away from my mouth and it's still it's still working you know i'm a technical idiot but i've created a whole show based around what i just need to know and that is enough to start and that's all you need to do i love it great advice thank you so much for being here this was awesome and don't you all feel renewed? Like, don't you feel like, you know what? Who said on the break, I've been thinking about this for a year. Well, now that you hear what David had to say, doesn't it seem so doable and so easy? We don't need to make it so hard. That's what we're about here at the Mind Aware Show. It's about make things easy. Make them simple. Think about how you can do it. Think about how easy it is and allow your brain to find the solutions just like you found this show. Just decide who you're speaking to. Who are you speaking to and what are their problems? And if you don't know, you can find out easy enough. Give yourself a name that is the meaning of the show, what they're looking for. Pay attention to the way that you name things and be consistent. Use your curiosity to get out there and become the expert and the celebrity in your niche just by interviewing other people. Isn't it fun to be able to learn and then also build our businesses and monetize? You don't need to have some big paid advertisers to monetize your show. You can just start getting followers and getting them on your list and you know the best part you can start this 
today. It's so easy to take that first step, as easy as it is to go out and buy a microphone for your computer, and you're off and running. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. Bye, everybody. I'm excited. <laughs> like every time Dana says, you know, you got to take a drink. A donkey's on my back with the bridle in my mouth, whipping me and telling me what to do. This is what this tribe is about. This tribe is about breaking through paradigms. Letting go is an inside affair. Every human being is a unique and different human being. Please don't shoot me if <laughs> I say anything bad today. Don't put an apple on your head and I won't. All you have to do is flip the button. I was like, boo, Dana. Like, what? I was just like, what the heck is wrong with me? I'm like, I just want to go to work. I'd like to just have a girlfriend, settle down.